morning, church. It's not morning, is it? Good evening, everyone. Yes. Have a four o'clock service and mess me up. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So good to have all of you with us today, tonight, as we celebrate our Savior's birth. Jesus is the reason for the season. You know, every year we, we, do, we do a lot of the same things. We have these tra traditions. We put up Christmas trees. We hang ornaments. We hang wreaths. We put up lights. And we do everything that we do. There's one reason why we do everything that we do. To celebrate the birth of our Savior. To celebrate the birth of our Savior. Jesus came and he had a mission. He came with a purpose. He came with a great plan. And the plan was to save humanity. And so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, today's, tonight's message is entitled, The Gift of Peace. And so just bow your heads and pray with me for a moment. Lord, we just invite your presence here among us tonight. God, we thank you uh, that you are here in the midst of us. Uh, even as, we, even as we, we sing these songs and, and listen to these words tonight, God. Father, we pray that you would come and that you would impact our hearts. And Lord, that you would, God, give us your peace as you said you would in Jesus' name. Amen. This evening's message is entitled, The Gift of Peace. Maybe you've seen a mailer. Maybe you've seen an invite card. Maybe somebody invited you here. God gives us his peace. And that's tonight's message. Christmas is the season where we celebrate the birth of Christ. Jesus existed forever and ever and ever with God. And then there was a point in time, 2,000 years ago, where Jesus left heaven and came to earth to be born as a baby. A baby in a manger, which we're going to read the story in just a little bit. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about how the wise men came from far to worship him. They came to worship a child. They came to worship a child that couldn't do anything for them in return, to give him great gifts. Before I get into the gift of peace that Jesus gave us, I want to talk about the gift that Jesus was. Jesus is the gift of salvation, as we've heard from the story that Brian read with the children's presentation. Jesus came to save us from our sins. That was the whole reason why he came. That was the ultimate purpose. And his birth was the beginning of the most important 33 years in all of human history. Jesus' life and Jesus' death, nothing past or present will ever compare. Today I want to talk about peace. Oftentimes throughout the holiday season we sing about peace. The Jesus is the Prince of Peace. We sing about peace on earth and goodwill towards men. It comes straight from Scripture. So let's read from Luke. Luke chapter 2, verse 1, it says, It came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This first census took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was while they were there that the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger 
because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there was out in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of God, the glory of the Lord, shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. And then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all the people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. A Savior who is Christ the Lord. Jesus came, God himself took on flesh and came as a baby to save us, to save humanity. See, we all need to be saved because what happens is sin separates us from God and we can no longer have that relationship. And then when we die, we'll suffer eternal punishment because of the sin that we've committed. But Jesus, God in his great mercy, came to earth as a child. He lived a sinless life and died for your sins and for mine so that we could be saved from our sins. This is what Jesus did. This is, the, this is the story of Jesus. This is the story of the gospel. The gospel is the good news of Jesus. This is why he came. He came to save us from our sins and to restore right relationship between God and man. And the angel said to the shepherd, this will be a sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest. <laughs> and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. On earth, peace, goodwill towards men. One of the primary missions that Jesus had was to bring peace to the earth. Let's look at some other scriptures. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7. Scripture that was written approximately seven to 800 years before Jesus was born says, prophesying of Jesus, says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. These are just a few of the names for Jesus. These are just a few of the names for God. We sang that song, El Shaddai. I can't remember the rest of them. Uh, Emmanuel. All of those are different names for God. And they all mean different things. El Shaddai means my covering, my protector. Emmanuel means God with us. Jehovah Jireh means the Lord, my provider. And so there's many names for God. These are just a few. One of his names is Prince of Peace. He is the prince that carries peace. Of the increase of his government and his peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with justice and judgment from that time forward, even forever. From the time of his birth forward, even forever. Jesus came to establish his government of his kingdom in the earth. He came to establish peace that we can have through him and that it would remain from the time that he was born, from the time that he died on the cross, forever. This is what Jesus came to do. He came to bring us peace. 
from this time forward, even forever. And the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The passion of God will perform this. Another word for zeal is passion. I get a little excited sometimes about Jesus. I get a little bit passionate sometimes about Jesus because it will continue. The zeal of the Lord, the passion for God will continue is what's going to continue to grow and expand his kingdom. It's what's going to continue to expand his government, expand his peace in your heart and in the earth. Sometimes we'll just got to have a little bit of passion in following God. Jesus said in, in Matthew 10, 34, do not think that I came to bring peace on the earth. And so we've been talking about how Jesus brings peace. And some of you might be questioning, well, geez, you know, there doesn't seem to be a lot of peace in the earth. Jesus himself said, do not think that I came to bring peace on the earth. The angels proclaimed peace on earth. We read, he is the prince of peace. And so what gives here? Jesus said, do not think that I came to bring peace. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. John 16, says this. If we just keep reading, it'll all make sense. Jesus said, these things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. And so here's the secret is that we can walk through a world, this world that you and I live in, this world that's full of trials and tribulations and bad news every time you turn on the TV. There's no lack of bad things happening. But in the midst of all of that, we get to have peace. We get to have the peace that only comes from Jesus. We get to have the peace and live in the peace that only Jesus can give. And this is how we get it. We get it through him. There's no other way to have peace in this world. John 14, 25 through 27 says this. Jesus said, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you to your remembrance and bring to your remembrance all of the things that I have said to you. Here it is. Jesus says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give. Let your not, hearts not be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And so we read this, we read last week, this past Sunday, about how God said, Jesus said, I give you my joy that your joy may be full. And so here in a very similar scripture, Jesus is saying, I'm giving you my peace. He gives it to us. And then once it's in our possession, we can call it our own. He gives it to us, and then once it's ours, he calls it ours. And so we have peace through knowing him. It's because of Jesus. As we know Jesus, as we're in relationship with him, as we rest in the finished work of Christ, as we are sure of our salvation, the peace of God comes. In the midst of trials, in the midst of tribulation, in the midst of everything bad that's going on, every time you turn on the TV and you see something crazy going on, 
God gives you peace in the midst of all of that. And it's his peace. It's perfect peace. With Jesus, we can know perfect peace. It's not just partial. It's perfect peace. In the midst of a trial, in the midst of tribulation, in the midst of bad news, we just have this peaceful air about us. The whole building can be burning down around us, and we're just simply like, hey, this is the way out. Come on, follow me. We never get upset. We never get distracted. It takes a while. (laughs) I'm not saying you can pray today and have that peace that is so perfect tomorrow. It takes a little bit of getting used to walking this peace out with Christ. But this is one of the reasons why he came. He came so that we can live in this world of trials and tribulation that's full of people that are still sinning, but we can have his peace. We can have the peace that rest assured that God will work all things together for good because that's what the scriptures tell us. Isaiah 26, three says this. It says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. One of the ways that we have the peace of God in our lives, one of the ways that we receive the peace is by resting in God, by remaining in God, keeping our mind fixed on him and trusting in him. Scripture tells us to cast all of our cares upon God because he cares for us. When when we cast our cares upon him, we need to trust that he's going to take those cares and that he's going to work behind the scenes to make those cares turn out the right way. Turn out his way. Turn out the best way. Not always the way that we would pick. The wisdom of God is beyond our own wisdom. But we can trust in him. How much do we trust God? The measure of trust you have in God will be directly related to the amount of peace that you walk in on a daily basis. The amount of trust that you have in God will be directly related to the amount of peace you have on a daily basis. How do we trust God more? We come to know him better. We read his word. We gather around with one another. We sing songs about him. We study who he is. We study what he's like. We study what he's done before. We hear testimonies of what he's done before. We hear testimonies of what he's done in others' lives. And we can be sure that God will do the same thing in our lives. Because he is a God who is unchanging. He is steady. He is all-loving. He has all knowledge and all wisdom. He is unmatched And he loves and loves and loves and he never stops loving. This is our God. And we can rest in peace because we can trust him because of his great love for us. Here's the bottom line, guys. No Jesus, no peace. No Jesus, no peace. If you're confused, direct your eyes to the screens. If you know who Jesus is, you will know peace in your life. If you have no Jesus in your life, you will have no peace in your life. The peace of God comes through Jesus through relationship. This is how we get it. This is how we walk it out. If we have him, we'll have peace. If we don't have him, we won't have peace. Jesus came as a baby in a manger 
2,022 years ago. He was born of the Virgin Mary. He lived a perfect, sinless life for 33 years. He died upon a cross for your sins and for mine. He did that to restore right relationship between me, between you, and between God. That's what he came to do. You can have the same relationship with God that I walk in. You can have the same peace that I walk in. It's a free gift for everyone. You can't earn it. You don't deserve it, not any more than I ever did. I didn't deserve it, not one bit. No one deserves the salvation of God. No one deserves the peace of God. He gives it to us freely. He gives it to us freely. All we have to do is ask and say, Jesus, I want your peace. Jesus, I want your salvation. Jesus, I want that relationship so that I can know you, so that I can know peace. If you're here today and you'd like to pray and ask Jesus to be your savior, if you've never done that before, I wanna invite you to do that today. If you'll all just bow your heads with me. If that's you and you wanna invite Jesus into your heart, just pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. I ask that you would forgive me of my sins, that you would come and live inside my heart, that you would help me to live for you all of the days of my life, that you would forgive me of my sins, that you would heal my body, that you would deliver me from oppression. I believe that you are the son of God. You lived a sinless life. You died on the cross, rose on the third day, and are seated at the right hand of God. In Jesus' name, amen.